Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. It is so great to have you all tuning us in and turning us on. I'm so thrilled about today's show. I love, uh, and so so do all of you, we love Christine Upchurch. She's joining us here today. What a big, big show. Big show, big topic. And, you know, this is what I love, a way that, the, the, how Linda lines things up with the shows. Uh, you know, we get to talk about energy from a lot of different perspectives. Today, for the love of money, for the love of money, a spiritual perspective with my very special co-host and guest today, Christine Upchurch. For those of you that are not familiar with Christine and her work is decades ago, if I might say, she literally rewrote the narrative on energy and what that means and what cutting edge means and why it is that we no longer have to keep science over here, spirituality over here, energy over here. And, you know, let's bring them all together. Writer, teacher, inspirational speaker, energy healer, host of the amazing syndicated show, The Christine Upchurch Show. And guess why? Because this is like not something that either one of us say yes to without having to go through our own reactivation, you know, our own energy tune-ups. You know, you just don't get to show up here like we're doing right now. You ready? We just don't get to show up here like this if we haven't had a few bumps in the road. Seriously, a few bumps in the road. But today she works with people all over the world because her bumps become the bump removal process for the rest of us. And what does that mean? That means we get to look at the amazing energy work that she does. Her story is about learning. It's about teaching others about what she has learned and to be selfless about how she shows up in the world to say, hello, there is another way to heal. And by the way, it's self-empowering. Christine, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. You know, when you're talking about bumps in the road, I thought they were <laughs> potholes and sinkholes, actually. <laughs> they were. Actually, I usually do use the pothole analogy, uh -huh. but I got so many emails from the people that live in New York uh -huh. because I talk about the fact that I live in New York and we're familiar with potholes, so uh -huh. I refer to them. Right. So I just was trying to use bumps today because well, yeah, now I we live in that. Seattle. That, that, that sounds much more elegant <laughs> than actually what has happened in my life. <laughs> but, you know, what is it about what's happened in your life that has taken you to today? I mean, there has to be something, especially around today's topic, something that you and I, right, you know, have had to really look at, bump into, whatever mm -hmm. we want to call it, 
that says, wait a minute, we need to have a, a fresh conversation. You know, um, there are so many things about life when, you know, when we experience them, we're thinking, oh, crap, why me? Or we're thinking, oh, well, this has been an interesting learning experience. Or I'm, you know, I feel a little uh, like I've got multiple personalities because I've done this and I've done that. And now I'm not doing anything, either of these things anymore. But really, when you get to my age or stage, it's kind of like looking back and seeing that all the pieces fit together for a very good reason, including, and I've just discovered this with the topic we're talking about today, something that happened to me as a child that helped me with a vibrational understanding of our topic today. So it's, you know, it, it, it's kind of like it, on some level, it's, it's the bumps, it's the potholes. Another level, it's just divinely orchestrated to get us to the place where we're, we're on our mission. And part of my mission is helping others to learn how to get onto theirs. Yeah. And isn't this interesting? I was talking about at the uh, the previous show, I was talking about Prince for a little bit. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm not into talking about what Prince was or what he what he wasn't. I, I really was talking about how selfless he was yeah. with writing other music for other people. There are many stories about that, uh-huh. about, wait a minute, I think, you know, let me look at your material and I'm going to go through and I'll give it back to you. And by the way, now I've rewritten and given you this gift. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of his energy. And, yeah. and I think that's a part of why he was so beloved. Yes. And successful. Uh, he was financially successful. Let is, let's not you know, avoid that no. issue. Because I think what happens is there are a lot of people who listen to shows like yours, shows like mine, who are, who are very spiritual, very conscious-minded and yet they have this feeling that, oh, well, it's okay to do good in the world, but we're not supposed to be making lots of money at it. Where does that come from? Because you're absolutely right. Where does that come from? Well, I think that um, it's rooted in our culture, quite honestly. Uh, there's the expression, money is the root of all evil, right? And when you go back to the origin of it, it's actually in the Bible, it's the, the expression is, the love of money is the root of all evil. So we have this sense that somehow this thing called money, this financial abundance or lack thereof, relates to how spiritual we are. And it, it actually impedes a lot of individuals. And I believe that it is causing problems in our world today in terms of, of who's got the money, what's happening with money, and how the financial flow occurs because of our perception of money. Yeah. And this came up when we were doing the 10 myths, uh, myths about spirituality. And what we came up with was this was number eight. It was and number says eight, money yes. isn't spiritual. Because wait a minute, that is what we believe. And even if we don't say it, we still carry it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. this concept that it's ego-based. It's, yep. um, it's the antithesis of spiritual But when you look at what money is, okay, very simply from kind of the economic perspective, money represents a a certain level of an exchange of of energy, an exchange of for for goods and services, all right? But when you get to like a higher level perspective, it is energy. It is representative of energy and therefore it is energy. And it's representative of energy a certain flow of energy, whether it's going in or coming out. So if you've got money coming into you, it is a flow of energy into you. If, if you've got money going out, you are, 
are, are moving that energy outward. But here's the deal. Energy must flow. And if we try to, like, hang on, if we try to, if we have this perception that I don't have enough or I need to have more or whatever, it's, it actually stops the flow of energy. So money, in essence, in, is actually representative of the energy of um, so somebody's efforts, energy coming from the divinest in terms of creativity, such as what Prince had offered. It is money for like the, the, the blood, sweat and tears of, of like the farmers who've picked the apples, you know, whatever it is, it is representative of, of energy that is flowing through. And, and we use money to not only offer it in exchange for what has been, we are actually putting it into the flow going forward. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that you're talking about is the flow has a couple of different directions. Yes. It's not just honoring one direction because we sometimes do that. We do. And, you know, I wish you would talk about this for a little bit. You know, sometimes there are some people say, you know, I can honor the flow of receiving. Uh-huh. Other people say I can I can honor the flow of giving but can't receive. Right. So you have to be able to do both. Can you talk about what happens if we don't? Yes. Well, it's stopping the flow, obviously. And the, the thing is, there, there are a lot of people out there who are really good at, at receiving the money, or they think that that's what they really want. They just want to receive, receive, receive. And in fact, there, there are a lot of people out there who will focus a lot of time and energy trying to do exactly that. And then there are others who it's just kind of like, oh, you know, I, I just want to give, I just want to give. And they don't feel necessarily worthy or wanting to receive. And Either end of it, it's, it's kind of broken because it is a flow. And so if you're saying, okay, no, I can't handle that. If you think of a river flowing, then you're essentially putting in like a little dam saying, no, 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 it can't flow through me. Of course, it's coming my direction. So in order for it to continue to flow through the world, it needs to come into me and, and move through. So what you're doing is you're basically damming the flow and I don't mean, I meant D-A-M-M-I-N-G, because yeah. <laughs> God forbid I should actually use a curse word on the radio. But Yeah, it, I don't even know if that's a curse word in I, the day we live in. I, I mean, know, we have I certainly know. loosened that deal up. I know. But, you know, don't you work with people? You look at, you co-created several activations. Uh-huh. And these activations, right, are the are energetic processes that you've used to help people shift. Right, Because right. this is not something that we have to be stuck with. We may be stuck in our relationship with money and we may be attached. But one of the things you talk about is, wait a minute, attachment, what is attachment? What is love? And what's expectation? What is the difference? What is the energy of all of the above? Let's take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about these. Whoever told you it's not okay to have expectations, not to have a vision or a dream? But expectations is really different than attachment. And then what about the love? Stay tuned. Christine Upchurch in the house when we come back. Going to give you lots of information. And if you've got any questions about this, if you're stuck or have hit a bump in the road, that money bump, that thing that's getting in the way from you and your good, 1-800-930-2819. Give us a shout. We'll be right back.
There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. Hey, everybody, I got a question for you. Christine Upchurch is here, and she's going to take us through this. So if you're listening to the show today, because what we're talking about here today, are you ready for the love of money, a spiritual perspective, Christine Upchurch? So if I say, if I say, repeat after me, right? Christine's going to help me with this. But if I say, repeat after me, I love money. I am money. I love to get money. I love to give money. Not a little bit of money. Millions, millions, millions. I could have millions. So if you're hearing me say that, are you thinking, what the heck has happened to Pat? (laughs) Are you thinking, oh, my gosh, she's just going crazy. That's her ego. 
I don't know, Christine. Mm. Is it or well, not? What what the heck? Right. Well, first of all, I know you, so it, it's not ego. But secondly, <laughs> when you say something like that, it could be ego based, and it could also be um, actual, actually spiritually based. Because when you look at what money is, and that is, it's it's representation of energy that has been expended, or something of a valuable resource from the planet. Something something that, in its essence, is quite beautiful. If you say you love it, and you, you when you're when you're honoring what it represents, then there's no problem with that. If you see it as something which flows and there is abundance, there's abundance of that that flowing river of money, so to speak. Then there's no problem with it. But if instead it's about your attachment, like I want, want, want the money, it's mine, 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 mine. I can't survive without it. You know, it's like. Oh, I, I have to have it, have to have it, have to have it. That that attachment either or you, that, then it's actually ego based. But you can have the attachment going the other way. You you know, there are a lot of people out there who are very judgmental of money and they actually have attachment to not having it. They may not realize it, but they it's a different kind of attachment. That repulsion is a form of attachment. Yeah. And so let's talk about the difference between attachment because an expectation, you know, I get beat up a little bit in the public for a number of different things. Are you surprised? No, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you are who you are and and you're on your path and That's you're out it. there. And so therefore, not everybody's going to like you. Not Lots of people adore like you, it. but not everybody's yeah. going to like you because like it's it, just it comes with the territory. That, I know. I love that I get the feedback, though. Yeah. You know, because then I get to further explain. I got some feedback when I shared the uh, monkey bar story. So that was good, too. Uh-huh. And uh, but here here's, you know, the thing that, that I want to say about this. I'm one of these people that I actually believe in expectations. Mm-hmm. And the reason I believe in expectations is because we expect things. Christine, listen. If, if I said to you, Christine, you're going to be on the show today and, you know, you're on the show today, you're going to expect to be on the show today. Right. If somehow you're not on the show today, that is not really very good. No. That doesn't mean you're going to change your expectations, right. but you're not going to be attached to the outcome of that. Sure. Isn't it the same with money? Isn't there this idea that we have to have some kind of vision, but what if it doesn't work out? Well, it's funny, Pat, because I think for a lot of people that that vision is really important, Mm -hmm. um, that expectation. But there are actually a subset of people, and this relates to my vibration of change work. There's a subset of people for whom the vision's not important. If they're really a go-with-the-flow kind of person that they trust in the parents that the universe is, then they don't need to have that kind of expectation. It just naturally flows. But for probably 80% of people, having some sort of vision, having some sort of expectation without the attachment, kind of like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, of course the sun's going to rise today. Maybe behind some clouds here in Seattle, but of course it's going to rise. It's that expectation of, oh, yeah, it will happen. And then when the clouds are in the sky and you don't see the sun, it's not like, oh, my God, maybe the sun didn't rise today. You know, it's not that kind of that kind of sort of fear, but rather, oh, yeah, I I know that the sun rose. I may not see it right now, but I know that I'll eventually see the sun. So you can have that kind of expectation without the attachment of how and when it's going to appear. I was watching something this morning, and I, I would love for you to talk to me about this, especially with money. 
Um, I don't watch a lot of TV with the media and, you know, like uh -huh, that yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. But, okay, so why do I watch the Weather Channel? I don't know, Christine, <laughs> honestly. I can't tell you why. I, I watch the Weather Channel and I watch uh, uh, Fixer Upper, that TV mm -hmm. show. Okay. I love, so I'm watching I love the Fixer Weather Upper. Channel. That's great, yeah. Right. I'm watching the Weather Channel this morning and I got all weirded out. Why? I just got weirded out. I mean, I'm watching the Weather Channel, and I want to get, like, what's the deal? What's the weather? What's going on? Should mm -hmm. I? Should we have super ba a battery pack-up for the shows today, right, right? Right. All of a sudden, we got 35 minutes or something on how tornadoes work. Right. And why are they are, and why they're going to happen in most of the lower half of the country. Hmm. And I thought, wow, I'm afraid now. Right. I don't even live in this part of the country. Yep. Isn't this the same with money? Yes. Doesn't money invite fear? Probably more than a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. I, I think that a, a large part of the fear has to do with our misconception of what it is. If if we really see money as the this beautiful representation of energy that's been expended, that is going to be expended, that the the energy of our earth, the energy of our you know human inhabitants then it's, it's really not about, it shouldn't be about fear, right? But if we see it as something that is this thing that we either have or don't have, then it does invite fear because it's, it's, it's something that we don't naturally have. It's not naturally in our flow. But just like our spiritual flow, that, that river of of sufficiency, that river of abundance flows our way if we allow it. Yeah. You know, uh, there's something that is so important to this conversation that I, I've just been waiting for you to talk about. Conscious manifestation. Mm -hmm. I know you put that in here and I'm like, uh, and I know we're going to talk about it. It's such a beautiful term. What is it? Beautiful is my word for today. Um, <laughs> It is a beautiful term. Mm -hmm. It's like conscious manifestation. You want to go, um, right? Right, right. And because we can consciously manifest amazing things, uh -huh. and we could consciously manifest a not-so-amazing right. things. And w generally speaking, we're unconsciously manifesting a whole <laughs> lot of things we don't want. Um, and you know, it's funny because I did that the other day. Now I've gotten so that I'm pretty good at manifesting things fairly quickly. Uh -huh. And it's not a matter of, oh, I have to go into a meditation state with the candle lit and, you know, in the quiet room and knock and, and push my cats out the door, you know, kind of thing. Like I have to have my space and, you know, it's, it's more of a flow and it's like, okay, here it is. This is, this is what I want, or this would be cool to get, you know, and, and things will manifest. Well, the other day on Friday, I found myself saying to somebody, you know, I've made it through fall, winter, and so far this spring without getting sick. So by the next day, I had a scratchy throat, and it's like, oh, what did I manifest here? What I should have said instead is, I've managed to go through fall, winter, and so far this spring being healthy. So it's just the matter of what we're focusing on. Not only within the context of conscious manifestation, which we can talk more about, like how to go about that, but just in that that moment to moment flow in our daily lives. And so, if the if we have this moment momentary flow of 
you know, okay, I've got to pay this bill, and suddenly there's this constriction in our throat or our gut, um, and we're not doing anything to sort of ease that, then we're actually creating the constriction of the flow of money. We're, we're putting up that dam in that river. Um, but in terms of the conscious manifestation, I'm a big proponent of, you know, for, for most people, and we'll get into this in a minute, but for most people, doing some sort of conscious manifestation technique can be helpful because it can allow us to create the space to feel good about, you know, ab- about money or abundance, really, because I think that yeah. a lot of people still have issues with money. So instead of thinking in terms of, oh, you know, manifesting X number of dollars, just think in terms of what you want to manifest in terms of ease in your life. What kind of aspects of abundance do you want to manifest? You know, having ease in, in, in maintaining the shelter over your head and, and being able to go out to the grocery store and buy whatever you want. Um, having ease, finding your way to, to traveling worldwide, because, you know, you could end up manifesting, you know, a whole lot of money in order to travel, but you could also end up with some great connections on Facebook that turn into places you can, you know, people you can go stay with when you travel. I mean, there, there are all sorts of ways to have that abundance, but really it's a matter of focusing on that, um, the, the abundance that we want, not the money per se, and then how we want to feel about it. Now, with yeah. the vibration of change, and you and I have talked about this before, Yeah, what's imperative to have um, in order to have to manifest any positive lasting change and this includes with money is to have ease around it you have to on some vibrational level be loving what is now it doesn't mean you have to love what is if you can love what is in every moment then you you're definitely there but what these conscious manifestation techniques can allow us to do is get ourselves into the state of mind where we're, you know, meditating or just on a walk thinking in terms of, you know, this, this manifestation of, of the abundance that we want to manifest. And if we can get ourselves feeling good, then all of a sudden we feel like we already have that abundance. And that creates the vibration of loving what is, which allows the change to occur. So that, that piece of it, that ease around money, that, that loving what is, the acceptance of what is, is important for us because otherwise, without that, we can't change. So the conscious manifestation techniques, whether it's affirmations, visualizations, vision boarding, can be very, very powerful ways of getting yourself into that vibration of loving what is so that you can actually manifest the abundance. But here's the caveat. There, there are a lot of people who think that they have to do it over and over and over again. Yeah. And yeah. inherent in that process is the belief that you can't trust what, what you put out there the first time. And you're not going to get it unless you put in effort after effort after effort, time after time after time. And you have to keep redoing it because the universe didn't hear you the first time. That lack of trust is a kind of constriction, which is doing the opposite of, you know, creating that ease that allows that abundance to flow through. Yeah. And I think this is part of what we're going to talk about when we come back. Because, you know, uh, I think that for a long time in the world of, let's just call it the world of human potential, if we could, you know, for a really long time, we have really been told, you have to own this shirt, t-shirt, you may have to read this book. And then wait a minute, if you're not done with the t-shirt in the book, then get the coffee mug, 
then if you're not having the coffee mug, make sure you have a wall poster of all the affirmations you're supposed to say today. <laughs> oh, and then by the way, you know, make sure that you not only have a vision board, which I actually believe in, but make sure you're keeping your vision, vision board up to date. And there's a reason you do that, but it's all about the energy of it. It's all about the consciousness of it. When we come back, we're going to talk about this idea of coaching. Does coaching or how does coaching others in their relationship with money help? What is it about us today, 24-7, if you're like me, and maybe you're watching more than that, uh, uh, that, that weather channel, if you're like me and you're watching the weather channel, subliminally during the break, you're finding out you probably got arthritis, maybe your sugar is too high, and by the way, if your blood pressure is off the charts, just call this number. <laughs> if, you, if that's what you're doing and you meant to watch the weather, what is it about that where a little coaching goes a long way? And what is it about that that's really about money? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Leslie Fontaine with Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, and here's your tip of the week. When we own our own responsibility, we're choosing to own our choices, our energy, our day, our jobs, our relationships. It's a tall order. And what difference does that make? Well, plenty. We're choosing to look within, to change agreements within ourselves, to keep our energy field clean, and to upgrade as needed to make choices that are authentic to us. This shifts our language. We no longer blame others. We're no longer victims of our circumstances. So if we don't get paid abundantly or loved abundantly, let's look within and ask, where am I not honoring myself? Where am I not loving myself? Let's change the agreement. Let's get real with what's in place, forgive ourselves and others, and shift into our new life. Visit me at lesliefontaine.com or call me at 678-665-3366. Let this be the last day that you choose to look outwardly and look within. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Have you ever tried to make lifestyle changes but had difficulty following through? Imagine what it would be like to get up each morning with energy, clarity, and motivation to tackle the day. If you want to get past limiting barriers that are preventing you from living your best life, join holistic health and wellness coach T. Carrie Mitchell each month on The Dr. Pat Show. Or visit Lifestyle120.com today and start to receive the personal attention you deserve. 
Discover the eight things the elements of prosperity want you to know. Lynn Brown is hosting a life-transforming, soul-expanding evening on April 30th, featuring guest speaker and radio host, Dr. Pat Basili. Lynn was guided to make this a by-donation event for entrance, and all proceeds will be donated towards uplifting the homeless community. For more information and to get tickets, visit eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com, and type Lynn Brown in the search. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to just make a comment about that. Benny, nice choice of music. Thank you. That group, they're loaded. <laughs> they got so much money early on from what they're doing and what they did. No, not from Mama Mia or not from Do I have the right group, right, Benny? Abba, yeah. And there's a yeah, Benny in Abba. the and there's a Benny yeah. in the group too. Oh, just to yeah. Uh, so know. much money. <laughs> because they did some stuff early on, right? Not to mention the whole Mama Mia thing that, you know, got done here recently. But their consciousness is what Christine Upchurch is talking about today. Um, and it's not a consciousness that's for a handful of people. You know, if you're listening to this show and you're saying, yeah, I'm never going to have that. That's like 1% of the people. Well, you're going to want to call Christine. Before we go back to the conversation, we talk about, you know, some of the techniques, some of what you've learned and, and, and what this coaching is about. How can people find out more about you? Uh, please give out your website and also your contact information. Uh, you can go to christineupchurch.com, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-U-P-C-H-U-R-C-H.com, and there's a contact us page, and um, they can, you know, find their way around my fairly new website, and there's information on vibration of change coaching, among other things. Awesome. You know, and brand new website, really kind of cool, right? It is. It's funny because it was a labor of love. I decided <laughs> I wanted to build it myself, and you know, I can be a bit of a control freak when it comes to aesthetics. <laughs> and, you know, I helped my son build a website a couple of years ago on Weebly. I thought I can do it. And I still need to master all sorts of things. I need to get a marketing expert, you know, to, to like get all the right search words in there and all that kind of stuff. But I had such fun identifying the images and putting them in the, just the right place and coming it with the text. And, and, of course, I wrote everything myself. And it was a labor of love. And I, yeah, it, but it's always changing, too. And, I, and yeah. earlier on the show, you were talking about um, the top 10 spiritual myths, yeah. which we talked about on, on a previous show that, that I did with you. And I'm doing a blog series that is got this, some of the same information and some other things. And you can get to my blog on that on the website as well, christineupchurch.com. Well, I love it. Now, I know you work with people all over the world. And, you know, you're, I love sort of, if I could call it the evolution of Christine Upchurch, so to speak. <laughs> you know, the evolution is now the revolution, uh, right? Yeah. It, because you're, you're yeah. out in the world and you're changing things. And this is one area of, of things you're changing. How has your coaching others literally help people remove the blockages? Because this is really kind of what we're talking about. You know, you've talked about this before, Christine, where uh -huh. you say, look, our bodies, we can heal. Uh -huh. We just got to remove this stuff in the way. Is money the same thing? It, it really is. And it, 
really helps to shift our perspective about certain things. And you talk about, you know, coaching. I, I did not ever intend to do coaching in relationship to money. And I had a few years ago, I had a, a psychic reading done with a psychic. Um, and when she tuned into me, I didn't know this woman, and she tuned into me, she's like, you have such an incredible vibration of abundance. And she's like, I want to learn from you. And so over the last couple of years, you know, I, I've worked with her and she's gone from really struggling financially, which you can imagine, you know, the, there are people out there who probably want to be professional psychics. She's, she's actually, she's got a, a, a son to support. She actually is a professional psychic and a lot of people don't, you know, make ends meet that way. Well, she's gone from struggling to having months where she's making eight or $9,000, you know, so She's she's seen success and, and, you know, so much of that is her own stuff. But she tells me that she's learned so much from me over the course of, you know, last couple of years that's helped shift her abundant situation. And it's really because for me, it's a matter of fact to have certain perspective about things. But for others, it's kind of illuminating, like, oh, I never thought about the things in those terms. Wow. You know, and this is really if we can kind of get back to it, because I think it's like super important for us to remember we can change. Mm-hmm. And you talked about something earlier. You talked about conscious right. and then unconscious uh-huh. or subconscious. Right. Um, and I want to talk about, you know, what some of us might experience, right? Right. You know, we go down a pathway. And one of the things uh, I was introduced to is a term called self-bullying. Oh, yeah. And, oh, we do and, that a lot, don't we? Uh, <laughs> but we do it around money. Oh, yes. yes. Can you talk about how you've seen it show up in people? And how sometimes we cannot see it for ourselves. Yeah. Well, I think that um, there are a lot of worthiness issues out there. I, I think that that's, it's plaguing the world, particularly among women, but among men as well, uh, that we aren't worthy of all sorts of things. We aren't worthy of being treated well in relationships. We're not worthy of having a relationship. We're not worthy of having support when we're maintaining a household. Uh, we're not worthy of, you know, of big bucks. We're not worthy of, you know, a, a, a job with prestige. We're not worthy of stepping into a career where our passion becomes our work. Um, and so there, there are aspects of that. But there's, there's so much more that goes beyond the, 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 the judgment of money. There's the self-judgment, I don't have enough. Um, I'm not worth enough. Then there is the judgment of the money itself. And this is prevalent across our society and across the world, because I know we're talking all over the world, that somehow people with money are bad. So every time you say, I want to have money, you're turning that into, I want to be bad, but I don't want to be bad. It's this inner conflict because that judgment of others turns into judgment of ourselves. Mm. So... You know, we need to sort of untangle that self-judgment and become aware of it because we're not going to get rid of it. That inner bullying, we can actually give that inner bully less power, but we're not going to eradicate it completely. And and we just need to buy into that now. Understand that that negative talk, you know, that you might hear sometimes upon awakening or when you're going to bed at night or when you're stuck in traffic in the car, that inner bully is going to be there. And it might become less powerful if you start listening to it less or start laughing at it, you know. Exactly. Uh, and and recognizing it, you know, okay, it's, it's a wounded aspect of myself and it's not my true essence. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the judgment, which all turns into self-judgment one way or another, um, is an important aspect of staying stuck. You know, it's an interesting term, the whole self-bullying term. I think it was, uh, I can't remember exactly when I first heard it, um, but I, it was really interesting. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, you know, what about the dialogue that we might have when that shows up? Mm. You know, what is the dialogue we may have? I mean, and we have to decide whether we're going to choose to dialogue with that part of ourselves or just tell it to be quiet. Mm -hmm. The same thing around money. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, you can turn your TV off. I have a friend, by the way, that if she watches TV, mm -hmm. she's so vigilant about every time the commercials comes on, she mutes the channel. Right, right. And plays like a video game for three minutes. Oh. Uh, do, you, do you know what I do during commercials now? No. You know, I, do, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I right. love HGTV when I do like home and garden television. I love Me that Me too. Stuff, That's right? the fixer-upper right, right, Exactly, exactly. So when the, the commercials come on, I like to mimic them, you know. Oh, may cause oh. Uh, anal leakage and death. You know, like, oh, that sounds like a really good drug to get on, you know. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So it, yeah. It, it, it's, or, or it's like, oh, there's another one. That's that's the fifth medical um, or, um, you know, prescription drug commercial that's been put on this half hour. Isn't that interesting? I wonder who's got the money behind that. So, you, wow, yeah, you're you, right. get, you, you can either like, as long as you're aware, like this is not something I want to ingest, you know, in, in terms of listening to it, I'm going to mute it or there it is and I'm listening to it and I'm not buying into it and I find it amusing. Yeah, it's interesting what we tell ourselves, too, and money's the same way. It's kind of like I have a pot, or, uh, I have a, a pot that's outside my window. I plant flowers, you know, every year. But uh -huh. there's some things that you can leave out. We're in the Pacific Northwest. Right. And so I was describing that I've got this pot out here and I've got the heather out there. But all of a sudden coming out of this pot are these other plants. And a friend of mine said, oh, they're not plants, they're weeds. Mm. And for a minute I believed that. And uh -huh. then I thought, well, wait a minute. They can't be weeds. I mean, this is a pot. It's not on the ground. Right. It's up in the air. Uh -huh. I mean, why would they be weeds? So isn't questioning also a way to help us understand where our conscious um, or unconscious, you know, motivations are coming from? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the questioning is important. But what's even more important than the, mm -hmm. the questioning is to get to a place of regardless of of what's going on, get yourself into what I call vibrational ease. And I, yeah. you know, and, and, and. That is, whenever you're feeling uptight about money, to get yourself into a situation where you're no longer feeling that stress. If you're talking about, you know, paying bills and all of a sudden you're stressed, go out, take a walk. Do something yeah. like turn on music, dance around, then sit down and enjoy, pay your bills. You know, what, whatever it is, you, to, to get yourself into that place of ease and comfort and loving what is in that moment when you're dealing with something financial or, or planning something out financial then it truly helps shift your financial situation. Yeah, I went and played table tennis yesterday. That's what I did. Good. Ping pong. <laughs> I went and played ping pong. You know, part of this, though, and I'd like to skip the break because I would love to be able to talk about, you know, uh, a couple of these other things. And one of them is you talk about trust. Yeah. yeah. It is a great word. Trust is one of my favorite words. It's also one of my greatest challenges, mm -hmm. you know, right now in the right. world. And I wanted to talk with you about trust 
and what that means when we're talking about money. Because you know the expression, there's some things we don't talk about at the, at Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. One of them has to do with uh, religion, right. uh, although my folks did talk about that. Uh-huh. But then the other ones has to do with money. No, ev- never. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never bring it up. Yeah. And really, when I, I think it's important that we analyze our um, our trust relating to financial abundance, because when we look at whether or not we trust that the universe is going to support us, whether we're going to be a part of that flow of energy that, that flows through everyone, um, whether or not we're worthy of it, we, we need to ask ourselves on a bigger picture, do we trust that the universe is a supportive universe? Or do we think that perhaps it's not supportive of us in particular or that, you know, it's, it's going to somehow get us, create problems, put obstacles in our way? That fundamental question about whether or not we believe in a supporting God or universe or, mm. or you know, however you want to put it, is really important, not only in terms of the flow of finances into our, um, you know, in, into our lives, but also in terms of what else comes to us. And it's really important. And, and if we can sort of look at it in relationship to money, we can understand on a bigger picture um, whether or not we have trust in the universe. Well, I mean, how does trust show up in the world of money? But most importantly, how does trust show up in manifestation? Hmm. Well, that letting go is an essential part, and we don't let go without the trust. So we need to find our, a, a way to get into the vibration of letting go. We, get, we need to get ourselves into this place of letting go in, in the moment and even if we can't like fully trust that, okay, I'm going to have a way to support myself next week or I'm, I'm you know, going to find that career that, where I can express myself fully and be financially abundant, then um, get yourself into feeling that sense of letting go and surrender in your life in other ways. I said before, you know, turn on music and dance if that's what inspires you. Go out into nature. Um, find a way to just sort of, you know, Check out in a way that you feel really positive. For for you and I, Pat, it might be okay. Let's let's look at you know some some renovations on TV and yeah. think about decorating and be inspired by color. Whatever it is, where you can create that vibrational ease is what I call it. It allows the the trust to kind of take care of itself because if you can stop focusing on what's not working and come to this place of ease, then it's going to flow into your life. You know, there's something that's so important around this conversation, and it and it has to do with what we've observed mm-hmm. over the past years and how we articulate that. You know, clearly there are some people that have looked at the money situation, the economy situation for the past 10 years. And yet there are people that look at that and just really don't want to even think about it. There are mm-hmm. other people that say it was one of the greatest injustices that have ever happened. Right, right. And uh, on, on some level, that is absolutely true. It uh-huh. shows how imbalanced we can be with money. Mm-hmm. But um, here, here's something key. What we saw yeah. was on an organizational level, on a mm-hmm. banking level, on a government level, that things were out of balance there was lack of integrity of flow. Now, this is a really important concept, and there are a lot of people who have never heard of this concept, but they experience it one way or another in their lives. There are a lot of people who are very spiritual, very conscious, think of themselves as being very fair individuals, and yet they themselves 
can step out of integrity with the flow. For instance, um, do you know of people who, you know, have you ever thought of like just posting something on Facebook with an image that you just got off the Internet somewhere? Yeah. Like that's a nice, that's a nice image, you know, um, without thinking about what went into the creation of that image. Who owns that image? Right. Right. Um, am I allowed to do this? Not because it's just the rules, but rather because it's honoring the energy that went into the creation of that, ener- of that image. Same thing's true with, uh, there are a lot of people who out there who I've known who are very conscious in a lot of ways, and they'll take a CD, you know? Remember those CDs that we used to have? A lot of yeah. people still have some of them, <laughs> right? You know, and, and they'll say, oh, you want to put this on your, your iTunes? Here. And they'll hand out the CD to multiple friends and family members thinking that's fine. But that dishonors the, the energy that went into the musician and or musicians and um, the company that put that together. So we need to be in utmost integrity and flow so that, you know, we're not just like criticizing other people, but we're rather looking at ourselves and saying, am I really respecting the you know what I'm doing with with somebody else's product with somebody else's image you know whatever it is am I honoring the flow because that honoring is a really important part of creating abundance in your own life and I think really you know you're right about something you know we're so plugged into social media the next post or the next idea Uh or the next statement or the next this or the next that Uh, you know, that we're not really in that place of honoring. Mm -hmm. Yet the flip side of that, and this is really the flip side, perhaps that even gets to greed. I don't know how to think about this, is that, you know, I'm looking at the music industry now Mm -hmm. and, you know, two of our networks that we know of are literally having to shut down because a lot of what they do is music and they cannot pay the cost of the new music fees for archiving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's be, it's gotten so difficult for them that they're saying, and by the way, CBS is selling pretty much, I read uh, about a week ago, they're selling all of their radio networks everywhere. Wow. Because the cost of some of this is just, it, it's just, you can't repair it. Mm-hmm. Can we go in one direction or another that affects a global impact? I mean, think about it. Yeah. The raising the price for the license of playing a song or archiving it had such a ripple effect that I don't know that many people thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a complex situation, but I think that fundamentally we have gotten away from honoring what money represents, and that in and of itself has created imbalance in our world. Um, so really, you know, what what that money represents is, yes, there's a company behind the music, and they have to... Mm-hmm take risks with new bands. They have to take risks with, you know, getting music out there. But they're, you know, really we're honoring the energy of the musician, some of the energy of that company, but it's not all about the company. And if we start start focusing on this is where I'm putting my money because I honor money and therefore I'm honoring where my money goes, then we might be sending it to like, you know, an individual such as Michael Tomlinson, somebody who comes to mind, who stepped out of the music industry, you know, a long time ago and because he he thought this is really unfair. And so, okay, well, if you like his music, you can you can deal with him directly. Um, (laughs) It's not an advertisement for Michael. He's great. But, you know, it's it's, it's just he's an individual who sort of stepped out of that. 
Um, are we going to put our money into McDonald's, so to speak? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just another possibility. Like when we go and, and get some of those fries, are we truly honoring the energy of the earth? Are we truly honoring um, yeah. the, the, this energetic flow? It's like every single time we're, we're putting money out there, we are essentially helping to direct the flow of what's positive and what's negative. Uh, and so it's very, very empowering, not only to have the money to have more vote to, or say, like, where that flow is going to be, but also to sort of seed whether something's going to get more power or not. Yeah, I love it. Christine, what a great show today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, before we kind of wrap up, please give out your website again and let folks know how they can get a hold of you directly. Okay, well, it's christineupchurch.com. And if you're not on the internet, then you can reach my office, 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. And, um, you know, tell people... them about the show. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Every <laughs> Friday uh, without fail. I, I do the Christine Upchurch show and uh, we talk about consciousness. We talk about health and well-being. We talk about all sorts of things that relate to what's going on on the planet right now. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who listen to your show as well, who are just like needing something new to change. It's like Things are going along, okay, okay, things are going well, and all of a sudden at this stage in our planet, there are a lot of people who are saying, wait a minute, something feels out of balance, I'm not sure what it is, but I need some guidance. And and with shows like yours, shows like mine, we're offering some additional ways, some new perspective on how to create positive, lasting change. Yeah, and that is really the most important thing about all of this today. You know, money does have an energy, how we think about it, how we use it, and how we bring it into our lives really has an origin. And, you know, the work that you do, Christine, is amazing. Thank you so much for today. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Oh, trust with trust in wherever you're at right now. There's nothing to judge. It's perfect. It's helped you to arrive at this stage. And it's a stage ripe with potential for change. Love it. Thank you so much. Christine Upchurch, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. If you want to find out more about us, go to transformationtalkradio.com. Also, you can go ahead and go to the drpatshow.com. And then if you do want to take a peek, go to transformationradio.fm.com. And many of you are starting to look for our podcast, One Two Three Network. Yeah, all of this is coming around in a couple of months. Stay tuned, everybody. More coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.